Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Uh, live here in Cadzo uh, Park in beautiful St. Mary's, Ontario. Taz and Jim broadcasting live. And we've got a couple guests here. Uh, do you want me to introduce you guys by your rap names or your actual names? What do you think? My kid is here. She doesn't want me to be called that anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Andrew and Swarty here with us. Swarty uh, is St. Mary's famous. Correct. What does that mean again, Swarty? Well, I, at one point in time, I had a YouTube channel, and uh, I featured videos of local businesses and events and stuff that happened, and I uh, did it all for free just because I love this town. And because no one would pay you. Yeah, well, that, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're so generous, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, you've done something else for free. I understand. We haven't heard this yet, but I, after seeing you freestyle rap at the Army Navy with Jim Kelly on stage last night, oh, it's yeah. just a normal Thursday. I, I imagine <laughs> this is going to be gold. Oh yes. Uh, you've written a rap. You guys have done a rap song about. Uh, an event that's coming up in St. Mary's. Yes, Andrew and I are both uh, members of the Kinsmen. Yep, and Summerfest is coming up. Summerfest. What's beer, that involved? That's beer Tent. Beer Tent City. Yeah, and there's a, a Carnival, Campbell Amusements. It's July 25th through 27th at the Flats. So Here it Milt is. Dunnell Fields. Milt Dunnell Fields. Sorry, that's correct. Okay. Where is it? Uh, Milt Dunnell Over Field. There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. You'll find it. Just drive around St. Mary's till you find it. Exactly. Here is a rap about St. Mary's Summerfest. It's going to be good. Enjoy. Oh, well, J-Lo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. DJ Colbert. And DJ Cotton Candy. Coming at you for round three. Remix. It's about time for Summerfest. This year the Kidman have brought the best. Amusement park rock. Food, cold beer. July 25th through 27th is just so near. Step in the road hills on Thursday night. Play nice, y'all. No need to fight. Cold beer and food served to one. A DJ continues the fun after 11 p.m. Right. Hey. Oh, my Lord. Is that it? Wow. That was open oh. mic. Swag your no. headlines Friday night. The stage lights make things so bright. Oh, oh is it still going? We have open mic again. Now you're just reading the list. Amen. This may be the worst rap yeah. I have ever heard in my life, guys. That went on for a minute and not one syllable accidentally even hit a beat. You like, it was, you like avoided every part. That's our sound. <laughs> that's it. That's the two white guys from St. Mary's rap sound that we've been looking for. <laughs> DJ Cold Beer and DJ Cotton Candy. Your daughter looks so proud of you, DJ Cotton Candy. Uh, you know, scarring for life. <laughs> did you did you give your dad that rap name, DJ Cotton Candy? Where did you get it from then? That was me. Oh, it's all Swarty. <laughs> And you're telling me you did that for free, Swart. I did do that for free, yes. Everyone's like trying to drive dump trucks full of money up to the house, and I'm just like, no. He's not a sellout. He wants you to go check out Summerfest here in St. Mary's. Again, the date of the uh, the event? 
July 25th through 27th, so that's the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it is located... At Meltdown Field in St. Mary's, Ontario. Oh, reviews are coming in here from text. Uh, awful. Get those bums off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that on the poster for your <laughs> yeah. for, for your new album. <laughs> we'll be playing the Budweiser stage here next week. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing we didn't have eggs this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Amy from the St. Mary's Museum is with us. The museum is this building right here. It's located basically in the park, right? It is, Amy? yeah. So we're just at the top of the hill and we are open today. So people are welcome to venture up there after they've enjoyed their smoothie. You get a, uh, a walkthrough uh, for two bucks? Is that what it it's costs? It's admission by donation. So, so whatever you want yeah, to donate. Yeah, for me, that means free. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Show me turn, around. <laughs> we don't turn anyone away. <laughs> And you have some interesting stuff. Oh, tell us, well, what is the deal with Cadzo Park? What does Cadzo Park mean? What, who's it named what after? Is what is Park? it um, named after? So it was named after the former owners of the museum house, actually. So they were from Scotland, and okay. there was an estate near where they were from in Scotland named Cadzo. So that's how the park got its name. And what kind of stuff do you have in the museum? What, what is the big draw? Um, some of our more interesting, bigger pieces. We have a 1903 Baker electric car in our barn. Oh, that's cool. Um, we also have a 1911 motorbike that uh, went to Ottawa to be conserved about 20 years well, ago. I watch so. I watch Canadian pickers and American pickers. Those old motorcycles are worth some serious dough. Yeah, we're quite fortunate to have it in our collection. Maybe I will donate when I go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, Please do. We'll give you at least a loony. <laughs> uh, and you've brought... Uh, an artifact here for us to look at. It's in like a, an old-timey shadow box. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. So I've been instructed to bring the quirkiest thing I could find from our museum collection. This is freaking me out a bit. Is this made out of human hair? It is a human hair wreath. The whole thing so is made out of human hair? It's all human hair and wire. <laughs> Imagine finding that in your soup. <laughs> so some of the petals, there's one here, six different petals, uh, six different colors of hair. So and who is the serial killer who made this? <laughs> to say the exact same thing. Have they caught him yet? <laughs> so this was one of those um, kind of strange Victorian morning Oh. Um, tradition, so photography well, wasn't all that common, so you kept your loved ones close by with a chunk of their hair. So Taz, huh. I don't know what that would mean for you. Oh, but. no, she's <laughs> zing! For your information, I've got a ton of hair, it's just not on my head. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, you you want to make sure you use the the all of the human, right? So if you're gonna <laughs> make it, go to you're gonna make a skin suit. You might as well make a hair <laughs> wreath to go alongside it. <laughs> that Ugh. is very strange. And like, what time period were people making wreaths out of hair? Um, this was mid to late 1800s. Although apparently in Canada we were a little behind the time, so it continued to be trendy into the early 1900s as well. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Thank goodness they invented television and iPads. Yeah, so we have, busy. Yeah, so we have yeah. something to do other than making wreaths out of each other's hair. Oh my goodness! Uh, that is, this is like a Ripley's Believe It or Not style thing. Are there other interesting 
quirky things in the museum? Yeah, there are toenail necklaces, perhaps. <laughs> I don't think so, but there are several quirky artifacts. And actually, every museum I've worked or volunteered in across Canada has had a hair wreath in it. So I think it's kind of a badge of honor for. <laughs> a community museum to have one. <laughs> I know we were kind of joking about the serial killer thing, but if you look at this this wreath, wreath made out of human hair, it is interesting to think that whoever's hair this is, they're totally dead now. It is, <laughs> yep. Yeah. This, this is a dead person's hair that we're yeah. looking at. That's a... I didn't realize, when the hair is, is made into a wreath, when it comes out of your head and they make it into a wreath, it never goes gray. Like It, it only goes gray if yeah. it's still in your head. That's a little science lesson for the kids out there. <laughs> thanks for coming out this morning to Cadzo Park. <laughs> and go check out the museum. Amy, thank you so much. That is very interesting. It is very strange. And... Uh, <laughs> All we, right, well, we now take it away. We, yeah, now get <laughs> it away from me because okay. it is super we'll get it creepy. Out of here. <laughs> I would say burn it, but I don't want to smell that either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much. Greatest small town. This is why. There's so much to do in St. Mary's. Yeah, the biggest story of the day, obviously, St. Mary's is the greatest small town in the FM 96 listening area as we broadcast live from St. Mary's in Cadzill Park here. Devin Peacock is back at the radio station with the second biggest story. Toronto Raptors win game one, Dev. They won game one, and they won it in pretty convincing fashion. Uh, it was a little uh, you know, back and forth to start, but the Raptors pretty much controlled the pace throughout. And every time the Warriors made a bit of a push, made a bit of a run to make it close, especially in the second half, the Raptors had an answer and pulled out the victory. They uh, did a really good job of forcing turnovers, and uh, their uh, offense in transition was was fantastic. Almost, uh, maybe not a quarter, but about a fifth of their points came from transition. So they're just uh, absolutely fantastic in Game 1. I'm not a huge basketball guy, but watching this series, boy, is it exciting. The The problem is, though, it's almost too exciting. Like in the last... No, what kind of complaint is that? You know, if, if your team is up by 10 points in another sport and there's four <laughs> minutes left in the game, you got a pretty good idea that your team's going to win. Yeah. But with basketball, it, you just never know, man. Those 10 points can disappear like that. And the last two minutes take four hours. <laughs> right. I was Foul. I foul. Was, yeah. I was scared to text people uh, last night because I didn't want to jinx it. So even with like less than two minutes to go and the Raptors were up by 10, Steph Curry's got the ball. And you know what? It's not without the realm of possibility to what you're saying there for them to come right back and win it. But the winning the first game is huge for the Raptors for a couple reasons. One, historically the team has struggled in game ones and they've had a tough time in series uh, because of that. So it's nice to have that not to deal with, although it's still going to be a tough series. But historically in the NBA, uh, teams that win game one win the NBA title in the NBA Finals 70% of the time. That's something I guarantee Ooh. the Raptors are going to win, but the Raptors have set themselves up early. They've given themselves a little bit of wiggle room as they move throughout the series. 70% of the time they win every, every time. time. <laughs> Dev, you're, you, hold on. No, <laughs> sorry, we're not done sorry. yet. All right, sorry. I thought that was, that was a good, good caca time. Though. I just want to read this while we have you here. I read it <laughs> earlier this morning. You said you're scared to text message people during the game. Yes. But the second the game ended, you started texting everyone. I got a text message from Devin Peacock at 11.43 p.m. last night. All it says is, Holy beepin' beep. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really excited. <laughs> 
Now you can do your caca. Caca! Okay, fresh off the library where I was kind of humiliated by all the children there. They were judging pretty hard. Now I'm with Scott from the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, he, we were here last year and the, the, the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame here in St. Mary's was under construction. How excited are you now that it's, it's ready to go here? It, it's the best. I mean, you're right. Last year we were closed all summer. We're ready to go. We've been open for a month now and, and we're expecting a really busy summer because of all the new aspects. Okay, where's our first stop here? Let's stop in here. This is the uh, visitor's lounge. As you can see, it has a great view of, of the ball game if there was a ball game being played right now. Cool, cool. Now you realize this glass is directly lined up for a foul ball to come right through it, right? It is, but I wasn't worried today if you were going to swing. <laughs> Lots of great artwork on the uh, on the walls. What are we looking at here? Some Canadian legends? Yeah, that's all original artwork we have here at the Hall of Fame uh, from, you know, Johnny Rollerud back in the World Series years to, of course, Mr. From 20, Roy Halliday and Vladimir Guerrero from 2017 when they were inducted. Uh, including, you know, we have Jackie Robinson signed baseball. Wow. So all the things in this room, of course, we talk about Jackie Robinson. We talk about the Vancouver Asahi, the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, sort of a cultural awareness of the history of baseball in Canada, um, including going all the way back to... 1889 in Woodstock was the first professional black Canadian baseball player. No! Yeah, this guy here, William Galloway. He played in 1889, or 1899, sorry, um, was his first year. And he's the first uh, first Canadian black player to play pro baseball. You mentioned the all-women's team. Now, I, I, there's a, a jersey, a women's jersey um, uh, uniform behind glass here. And it does look a lot like a, like a league of their own. Is that Was that movie actually based on the team that's displayed here? Yep, yep. It was, uh, we all know the movie, League of Their Own, Madonna, Gene Davis, whatnot. But it was a league that ran uh, when the men all went to the war, Second World War, from the 40s and early 50s. And uh, 10% of the ladies were Canadian women in the league, and we inducted them all in 1998. Probably right in the middle of our room is uh, Fergie Jenkins' Cy Young Award. Of course, he's asked for the best player. He won it in 1971. He was the best pitcher in the National League. Fergie Jenkins, Canadian native? Yes, from Chats. Yes. yes. Yeah, he's our greatest ever Canadian to play Major League Baseball and the only one in the Cooperstown Hall of Fame. I'm looking at some other uh, Jays greats uh, jerseys. Behind uh, here we got Halliday, of course, Batista. Where'd these come from? They were actually Roy Halliday's items. He donated them to us when we inducted them in June 2017. Um, it's kind of cool. You know, they always bring up some of their 3D artifacts to us when they get in the Hall of Fame. And he walked up and he said hello and he handed me his jersey, his cleats, and his hat from the All Star game. Wow. So it was quite a collection. Yet. With some World Series stuff, of course, we got Joe Carter's uh, batting helmet from when he hit the World Series winning home run, along with the home plate that he stepped on, because of course it's not official until you actually step on Yeah, the touch so, them all, and that was the last one he touched. That's what everyone remembers, and so you have those two aspects are, are wow. pretty awesome. Yeah. How did you get your hands on his helmet? Like, how did you get your hands on these? That's an amazing piece of his history. His helmet he actually gave to us. Yeah. We inducted him in 2003. He brought his helmet and donated it. And Paul Beeston, who was the president of the Blue Jays during the World Series years, gave us the home plate. I just walked here through... Uh, uh, the St. Mary's Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame and this place is very impressive lots to look at uh, well worth a trip to St. Mary's thank you Scott no problem thanks for coming this is excellent Taz and Jim here we are back yes second year in a row St. Mary's has won our sweet uh it's not sweet 16 or March Madness they tournament won a of 64 Taz. 64 small towns they beat out for the honor of greatest small town and we've got andrea who is with the town of saint mary's here good morning andrea good morning. and mayor al strathty is here as well good morning thanks for coming out again guys 
Well, congratulations to you, Mayor Al, because uh, you are still the mayor. Uh, it's been a year. Uh, way to go. Great uh, victory there in the election. Uh, how many people would you guess voted for you? Nobody voted for me. What? <laughs> I was acclaimed. Nobody ran against you? No. I screwed up so bad the first time, no one wanted to take it on the second time. <laughs> so there was literally nobody else running for mayor, so you won by default? I won by default, yes. The Steve default, default. I actually knew that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they pay you to be the mayor, though, right? <laughs> The checks haven't bounced yet. Actually, it's oh, all good. good. Yeah. Well, why well, see? Why wouldn't anyone else want to be the mayor of St. Mary's? This is such a, a beautiful place. It is a beautiful place, actually. It's an honor to be the mayor. Actually, have you guys here? I don't know. <laughs> Swarty's coming for you next election. Yeah, Our boy Swarty, St. Mary's famous. <laughs> Are you thinking about moving here, Taz? Or it's a great place. I was just saying. I, I'm definitely thinking about driving back up here with my wife and my son to have uh, a dinner at the restaurant we went to last night. Andrea, what was the name of that Paris place? Paris Electric Eatery. Oh, so good. And the chef, Jordy. Jordy. He is. Uh, he's worked all over the place. He's been to Toronto out west. St. Mary's is his home, and this is the nice thing about St. Mary's. The building that he bought is, like, from the 1800s it was built. It's an old limestone building, so much character. He was able to buy that building. He's the owner of his own business now. And he said, I couldn't find that opportunity. I couldn't even dream of that opportunity in Toronto. So uh, it, it's great to be in that small town. And it's a big, small town, too. You guys have your own hospital, and it's an awesome community. And uh, if you're looking for a place to maybe uh, move to in your later years. A lot of people decide to come and retire here in St. Mary's. Isn't that right, Al? Even if you're 44, we'd take Jim. He had a bit of a following <laughs> up at the hospital. Actually. Don't even. <laughs> if you come to St. Mary's, you've got got to visit Mayor Al's car wash. That right? is a staple. You cannot leave before your car is washed at the car wash. You went there yesterday. Jim was checking out the landmarks, and this is what happened. Okay, here we are at the St. Mary's, what's it called? The St. Mary's Touchless Car Wash, or does it have a fancier name than that? Little Falls Car and Pet Wash. Little Falls <laughs> Car and Pet Wash. Do you just keep the pet in the bed of the truck as you're going through? Is that how that works? We actually have a dog wash in there. Actually. I see. We can go in there after if you want to have a look. Okay, that voice you hear right now is Mayor Al Strathdy, owner of the Little Falls Car and Pet Wash. Are you the only mayor in Canada who has those double duties, car wash owner, and mayor you're stumping me i don't know actually possibly so i feel like that's something rob ford would have done back in the day or something well here's the thing Cash we're in a maserati right now what do you think of the car like, can we keep it <laughs> you can't my my name and credit card when i had no idea i had to sign my life away but right now my name is on this the credit card and if i put any scratches in this beast it's coming out of saint mary's tax bucket whatever you call it okay so let's head in here now do i have to pay for this or do you have like an I'll, express card no I'll, I'll look after it for you okay i'll get out here and fire it up yeah. he's typing in a special code for you jim the ultimate the ultimate 13 dollars for an ultimate wash would you like a printing but the code is 7840 7840 for a freak ultimate car wash at little falls uh, car wash in the okay so we're back in the maserati there's a big there's a big okay. i don't think i've ever had a maserati go through this wash before actually not that i'm aware of you know 
This is a big day for you, Al. Yeah, you not put me. your window up. I better put my window up. Step yeah. one. Yeah. Good call. Oh God! Yeah. It's starting. I'll put it in park. <laughs> is that your voice? <laughs> no, it's not my voice. I want to make sure people come back. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, I don't really know how to do a play-by-play -play of a car wash, but we, we got, it's, okay, we got the soap going here. Oh, yeah. this is the pre-rinse, you know? The pre-rinse. Yeah. Most important part of the rinse, Absolutely. they say. yeah, this is the... So how often do you get your car washed here? Uh, every day? No, not every day, but I no? do test it out quite often, yeah. Just to make sure it's still working? Make sure it's still working. This is the triple foam. Look at this. Not one, not two, <laughs> but three foams. Three colors of wax. Yes, look at that. You are. I gotta be honest, Al. This isn't that fun. <laughs> I'm, it's good company. You're cool, but I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. Well, no I mean, I think either. post car wash will be happy. I don't know. It wasn't this that exhilarating. It was a futuristic. A car wash. I'll give it that car wash, but it is, after all, just a car wash. But I think that's how I like my car washes: simple and effective. Effective. Absolutely, one hundred percent. The pre-rinse, great artist, gone too soon. <laughs> purple rain, purple rain. The artist formerly known as P, pre-rinse. Pre-rinse. <laughs> uh, stop at the car wash if you come to St. Mary's. There you go, Mayor Al. Some free advertising. That's a. I think Mayor Al rigged this contest just so we'd come back and give his car wash some free <laughs> advertising. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.